Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Friday the 22nd of December 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, it was a relatively quiet day on the share market. Not a surprise given the time of year. By the close, the S&P ASX 200 was pretty flat, finishing at 7,502 points. Not much going on, really. The big miners did well, led by Fortescue Metals Group. It hit a new record, up 1%. The banks were flat, the retailers mixed, and Telstra was lower. It was a particularly rough day for core lithium, which not surprisingly mines lithium, which is used in batteries and for medical purposes. Its share price fell more than 20% today, meaning it's now down nearly 75% for the year. Today, it said that it was considering its strategic options. Never a good signal to the market. Quite a few big investors are not confident about the outlook for the lithium miners generally, concerned about falling prices for the commodity and cost overruns. And Western Australian shipbuilder Austell's share price jumped after its US business secured a $1.3 billion contract with the US Navy for three medical ships. Story number two. Christmas wands, toys with button batteries and those with small high-powered magnets are among items removed from store shelves in a pre-Christmas crackdown. New South Wales Fair Trading says investigators visited 975 retailers and one toy supplier to check on more than 17,000 products to ensure dangerous toys and decorations were taken off shelves before Christmas. It said 69 products were found to be non-compliant or illegal in the clampdown, according to a report on AAP. There were also five toys found for sale, which were subject to a permanent ban. 39 traders and one supplier were selling non-compliant products. Two entities were fined, six received a warning letter, and four were subject to further enforcement. People selling non-compliant toys risk fines of up to $500,000, while corporations face penalties of up to $10 million. And before we leave the retail space, shoplifting rates in Victoria, New South Wales, Western Australia, South Australia and Queensland have risen in a sign that the cost of living crisis is biting. In fact, in Victoria, offences jumped by 28% in the year to the end of September to hit a record level, and around 40% of thefts were from first-time offenders. Story number three, cyber criminals have broken into Australia's largest not-for-profit health and aged care provider, St Vincent's Health, and stolen data. I reckon in the days before Christmas, that's about as weak as it gets. But I suppose these criminals don't really care. St Vincent said it took immediate steps to contain the hack, notified all government authorities and engaged third-party security teams. It said to date, the incident hasn't affected its ability to deliver services to patients, residents and the broader community across hospital, aged care and virtual and home health networks. Story number four, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese this morning announced an additional $64 million in support for flood-ravaged areas of Queensland with money for primary producers, small businesses and tourism operators. He also called on holidaymakers to not avoid the area and go ahead with plans to visit. The Prime Minister was touring the area more than a week after Cyclone Jasper hit the region and rainfall lingered for much longer than expected, causing substantial flooding. Mr Albanese also defended Australia's decision to not deploy a naval vessel to protect Red Sea trading routes and when asked he said he had contempt for Hamas but he mourns every innocent life lost in the Israel-Palestine conflict. And story number five, in international news, Czech students were left clinging to the side of their university building as their classmate massacred at least 14 people during Europe's worst mass shooting since the 2015 terror attacks in Paris. Overnight, the gunman, who was studying Polish history in Prague's Charles University, murdered his father, 
before gunning down his classmates in a rampage that injured another 25 people. Images show the lone gunman, named by local media as David Kozak, taking aim with a black rifle on the campus, which is located near the tourist hotspot of the Czech capital's old town. Police said they suspect 24-year-old Kozak shot himself after exchanging fires with officers on the walkway of the building, possibly after being wounded. Very, very sad. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday the 22nd of December 2023, the last afternoon report for the year. Michael Thompson and Adam Lang and I will be back tomorrow morning, though, with a weekend edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.